0: Today I want to introduce you to Laura. Laura is a friend of mine that I met in Mexico. We both were uh, taking our first freediving course together, and um, we have uh, just, she's agreed to meet up with me here. We're in New York City, so if you're hearing any lovely ambient noises of life just going on around us, that's uh, where we are right now. So Laura, I just want to say thanks for meeting up with me. Uh, Good to see you again. I always love seeing people, and thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for... Um, asking to meet
1: up because I think we just uh, you saw that I was in New York and just reached out and it just happened pretty quickly I think this was to <laughs> happen we talked about it last week yeah and now here we are and I'm so excited to like see you again because I, I after Mexico we saw each other for what one or two days yeah, yeah <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like I don't know if I'll ever see her again or <laughs> if I'll ever run into her I think I honestly thought that we would see each other just because of diving. But now here we are in kind of like one of the biggest cities in the world and just chatting and enjoying the holiday um, ambience. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. New York
0: around Christmas time is a vibe that everybody it really needs is. to be able to be a part of. I know, I love it here. Yeah, for sure. And we're really fortunate because it's actually not freezing out right now. Right, and like we're, we're recording outside. <laughs> we're, recording we're recording outside because, um, yeah, we had looked into a little bit finding workspaces on Sundays seem to be a little complicated mm-hmm. and uh yeah inside buildings are actually kind of harder to hear <laughs> yeah so, so we checked that out so here we are we're just sitting outside uh in a, in a cute little corner table yes um, we just had a
1: bunch of really good food yeah at the different shops <laughs> yeah we're gonna go for dessert after recording
0: this yes yeah there's some italian donuts with like ricotta cream that definitely have my name on it later yes. <laughs> so be checking that out yeah so laura um this is podcast is all just about being able to share the people I've met with my listeners and to be able to just share um, your experience, who you are and you because I think you're an awesome human being and I'm super excited to be able to share that with people. So I have a list of questions that I work through with all of my guests and they're just designed at, at, aimed at that just to get to know you, to share how you feel, how you've experienced things and your perspective on the world. There's no wrong answers. <laughs> it's just you. so we'll just jump right in. Yeah. I'm excited. So the first one is, how do you define yourself?
1: So I know that's a bit of a tricky question for me, especially after chatting about how this year has been such a transformational year for myself. Um, I think this year has actually been the first one where I kind of let go of labels that I've been given or that I've grown up around or... um, I put those aside to really try to understand who I am at my core, and as of right now, the answer that I have is more of a an adventurous soul who's here to just experience life to the fullest. That is what my current goal or vision is. Um, outside of that, I do a lot of things uh, for my full-time job. I'm an aerospace engineer. I do research and development. Um, I do like to do a little bit of content creation here and there. Um, mainly to teach about my experiences in life um, that revolve around like mindset and how your mind shifts as you grow and what helps you feel feel more liberated. Um, But that's mainly I think what I like to um, express myself as a problem solver
0: and a creator or creative mind. (laughs) That's awesome. And hopefully uh, we're not getting too drowned out by some (laughs) sirens in the background there. Um, Yeah. So I just love that. I like the, the creative mind and the uh, not being tied down in that. So you also, you mentioned your job. So for those of us who that just sounds really, really impressive because it is, <laughs> can you explain a little bit more about um, about what an aerospace engineer is and what you do?
1: Yeah. So uh, going back a little bit, I went to school for material science and engineering. I like to say that it was a little bit of an accident because i wanted to go to school for architecture Um, and the university that i went to uh, university of connecticut it had a landscape architecture program but it wasn't what i wanted to do so somehow through google searches i tied that to civil engineering um and i decided to go to that university because it just was more affordable at the time and it just made sense for me so i'm like i can kind of pivot or shift my career later on if i still want to go deeper into architecture. I had to do a summer program before going into my freshman year um, that helps students kind of adapt themselves or help them um, get acquainted with the engineering lifestyle or college life before going into that major and that's where I got Introduced to all the different types of engineers or different types of engineering fields because before that I had no idea What an engineer did I I had no idea what engineering was about and it's still kind of a difficult field to define because it's always changing But uh, that's when I came across material science and engineering and before that I was always better at math and science rather than like English or history Um, so I made the switch and and I ended up in the aerospace industry. I like to say that it kind of happened because of my love for travel mm-hmm. and because there's a lot of aerospace uh, companies in Connecticut, which is where I'm based. Okay. So I feel like I, li- I honestly love the feeling of hopping on a plane when it's about to take off, when it's landing, and it's kind of cool how now when a plane lands I kind of in my head am able to picture how the brakes and all of the systems engage and like how everything the whole system comes together to make that happen Um, and I feel like I love the way that that information combines in my brain and is able to visualize it and then problem solve creatively Um, so my focus is on research and development so we kind of take small concepts. Uh, right now I'm working with a university and then try to scale it up to like a, the more bigger picture, so like bigger system level and test out whether it's something that's feasible or not. And if it's not, what can we do about it? How can we make it happen? Um, right now I'm um, mainly focused on sustainability and the safety of the aircraft. So one of my favorite projects is on prognostic health monitoring. So, so cool. <laughs> we've, we we kind of take care of, um, take a look at the safety and integrity of the components. And since my background is in materials engineering, we really, it's really important to take a look at the way that these materials are, um, yeah, the manufactured parts are gonna behave and how they're prone to fail. So that's how they're able to kind of take a look at, um, predict how they could go wrong,
0: where everything could (laughs) get messed up. That's so cool. I feel like um, all of us, like every human being who's ever flown on a plane has this moment where we're like, what if this crashes or is this okay and it's like you you literally can answer those questions
1: like yeah and I like to this is something that I kind of learned recently on my recent trip to California when we were talking to older engineers and they mentioned how aircrafts are like the number one um, method of transportation that is designed for failure so it's one of the safest ways safest ways to Um, move around and travel compared to like cars or trains because it's so they're so picky like to make sure that everything passes regulations that it's designed to fail so it's very difficult for this component for these big machines big airplanes to fail that's that's very comforting so even if an (laughs) engine goes out even if both engines goes out there's always a way that this has been planned ahead uh, to make sure that it's kept safe that's really cool. That's super awesome. I feel like,
0: um, yeah, I'm going to have like a million questions for you on that. I'll be like, every time I get on a plane, I'm going to be like texting Laura be, like, hey, so, it's making this noise. Making Is that normal?
1: normal? Sometimes <laughs> I think about that too when yeah. I get on. I'm like, and I kind of, sometimes I do take notes or like write it down. And then I go ask um, someone, someone else who has more experience than me because I've only been like two years in the field. Yeah. So I'm still constantly learning a lot. And it's overwhelming sometimes because there's a lot going on. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really
0: interesting. It's a beautiful field, I would say. That's super fascinating. I'm Even more in awe of you. That's so cool. Um, yeah. All right. So if you guys have questions about all the noises on the plane, send them all over to Laura. Yeah. Uh, that's super cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, yeah, something a little bit more uh, fun and lighter, I guess. Or that's fun, but, yeah. No. What, uh, what is your favorite food? Can we just had some there we had a lot of food which (laughs) was
1: delicious but uh one of my favorite dishes is a peruvian dish um in spanish it's called tallarines verdes which is like a pesto Uh, if you look at it it looks like pesto okay um but i don't know what it is that when it's like it comes from like a peruvian person or just the peruvian dish itself it tastes very different than like pesto So I don't know how to describe it, but I really love it because I love pasta too. Okay. But um, yeah, I would say that really brings me back to childhood memories too. (laughs) So I think that's probably why it's my favorite.
0: And you said, you mentioned Peruvian, so you are, um, that is your family's heritage there. Yes, so I do have, uh, yeah, I am,
1: I do have Peruvian heritage. It's a really, I went through a little bit of an existential crisis (laughs) growing up because I'm more of a third culture child. I was born and grew up in Spain. My parents moved from Peru to Spain uh, when they were in their 20s, and that's where my sisters and I were born and we grew up there. I mainly lived there for um, more than half of my life, uh, 13 years, and I've been in the US for 11 years now, so it's almost been kind of a 50-50. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have uh, I grew up with a lot of like Peruvian culture and um, traditions. But also, most of my life, I also kind of incorporated the whole like, Spanish and European style of living. So, And now I've adapted to, you know, the U.S. <laughs> so there's a lot going you're, on. You're a um, true
0: chameleon. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would say so. I really like it. And I think yeah. um, creating more room to make more space for um, different cultures or more experiences as I continue to grow, it's what I've enjoyed the most recently.
0: Yeah, and that's really cool because it's not like you bound or restricted by one specific thing like you really have fully experienced multiple cl- cultures as like a part of your life and you are a part of them so that's
1: yeah, really neat.
0: it's a really <laughs> neat view that you get to have on that instead of yeah. Just, yeah
1: it took me a while to recognize that because I feel like growing up I felt like the odd person out and I think when you're growing up you kind of want to fit in and you want to maybe like look like the rest of the people like trying to be into the same things or just try to fit in in general but I think it wasn't never the case for me i've always met like really great people along the way that i still get in touch with like still stay in touch with my childhood friends and it's a beautiful thing but yeah i mean we each individually like share or have our own experiences as we grow and i think being or fully embodying that has allowed me to really see that in other people as well yeah so i really enjoy that (laughs) that's
0: awesome no i think that's such a such a unique way to grow up and it's again like. We don't always value that when we're in it. Yes. But when we look back, we're like, oh, I'm not like everybody else. And that's yeah. like a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah I, cool. I agree. <laughs> Are you reading anything right now?
1: Yes. Um, so I don't want to say that I'm reading two at the same time, two books at the same time. <laughs> You're one of those people. <laughs> I'm one of those people sometimes. Um, but I just picked up one called The Mountain Is You. Uh, which I think has been kind of popping up on social media, but it's related to self-sabotage and the way that kind of our, our mind or how we kind of break up of that, those habits, the self-sabotaging habits. Um, and then I picked up another book about real estate investing because I <laughs> it's something that I want to get into uh, when I grow a little bit older and something that I kind of grew up around because my dad did construction for a very long time. Uh, When I was growing up, so I, yeah, it was something that I always saw um, when I was little. So those two things kind of uh, are occupying my mind at the time. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: neat. I know, I keep trying to like uh, hopelessly add all of my guest book recommendations to my (laughs) list of reading, so I'm very behind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay, I think I wish I could get more into What's the genre called? Like a uh, nonfiction okay. book. yeah. I don't think I. Mm, have I? So I don't think I've been much of a reader up until I graduated college, so a couple of years ago. And if anything, they were self held books, okay. which I really got into my senior year of college and on and uh, more educational type of books. But I really wish I could get more into nonfiction. So if you have any recommendations okay. from other people, yes. let me know. I can definitely do that. I'll yes. th-
0: like, maybe I'll create a highlights reel or something for I all the book so. recommendations, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, what is your greatest fear?
1: Uh, my fear, my greatest fear right now is losing family members. Um, or losing someone that I'm really close to. I think I'm someone who does get attached um, to people that I, you know, just get used to or that I have a lot of love for. And it's challenging sometimes to let go of that. So, yeah, I think <clears throat> sorry. one of my biggest fears is just losing one of my loved ones.
0: Yeah, that's something that I think a lot of us can relate to. Like, nobody yeah. wants to go through that. And no. Even when, when we do go through those moments, they're not... They're not met with a lesson we felt we needed to learn on the other end. It's like, uh, sure, exactly. we've grown, but, like, we would have been fine just keeping that person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it a challenge for sure. Yeah. How about what you value the most? I think it ties
1: back to that answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family is the people that I value the most, or I would say quality time is the concept that I value the most. Because um, with that comes great memories, great experiences, and those are the feelings that I like to hold on to. Yeah,
0: I like that, for sure. Um, When was the last time you felt joy? Besides when we had all that food
1: (laughs) (laughs) just now. I don't know, today was a very joyful day, because I, I, like I was saying before, I just love the holidays, I love all the Christmas decorations, um i love seeing people out and about spending time together here in the city the lights um i don't know everything is just very joyful (laughs) we're recording (laughs) in a very joyful time yeah um outside of that uh, earlier this week i went to an induction ceremony for my sister who just i think joined the national honor society at school at her high school So that was a very joyful time. Celebrating (laughs) life.
0: Celebrating, yeah. I think it's awesome. I love that often um, people respond with, like, right now or (laughs) today or, you know, something something recent. It's it's really cool to be able to realize that, like, joy is found so often in Mm -hmm. simple, easy moments that we just, it it doesn't take much. Yeah, we find happiness in big moments and for sure. But the little day-to-day things are awesome.
1: I agree. I think it's, it's... And it's a beautiful way to look
0: at life. For sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. When was the last time you were afraid and why? Hmm. Last time I was afraid.
1: That's a difficult one. Like when I... If I really think about the feeling of fear, I think one of the most maybe newest or daring things that i tried this year it was free diving mm-hmm. when we when we met um i've never been the type of person who's been like afraid of the water mm-hmm. but i would say maybe a couple of years ago there was an almost unfortunate event like with my sister one of my other sisters swimming mm-hmm. where we were had a little bit of a scare um so i think tying back to that, I developed kind of a fear with water. So going back to, um, Mexico and then practicing a sport where the whole, I guess the goal is to, you know, hold your breath for as long as possible and kind of keep swimming. It was, there was a lot of fear involved as well as a lot of joy and reward mm. so I'm, I'm very adventurous I like to try new things I like to experience things um, and it's it was such a it was such a beautiful like sport activity to, to do because your mind is so at peace as you're swimming down like everything is so quiet and especially in cenotes like it's such a beautiful ecosystem that you feel a lot of like peace and joy but at the same time internally I think I was also feeling a lot of fear um with like drowning mm-hmm. uh yeah so i think that was the last time or most recent time that i can recall
0: that yeah. I, I felt yeah. fear definitely yeah it is it's such a <laughs> our, our like deepest moments of peace are mm-hmm. often so connected to like pushing past something we're afraid of yeah yeah i think so too there's a lot of connection in that, for sure i think so do you think there is a moment in your life or would you say there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something
1: I feel like there's been a lot. (laughs) Yeah. um, That changed me. I feel like the couple that that I've been holding on to or that I have been still reflecting most recently or this past year has been learning and processing what it was like to move to the U.S. when I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. I think at the time... I mean, I was a kid. I, I didn't really know how to process my emotions. It was kind of just going with the flow and everything was happening at once. And it wasn't anything like... It wasn't a bad time. But I think I didn't stop to process the change. And I think that's something that every person kind of has to do when it's there's a, a huge shift in their lives. So um, I think it tied back to the work that I did earlier this year, again in, in Mexico, when I was kind of... Mm, processing the change of leaving transitioning from the college life to fully adult in the professional environment Mm -hmm. especially I didn't take um, a lot of time off between graduation and going into like working full-time so there was maybe like a month month and a half in between Mm -hmm. and again I didn't really give myself that time to Um, close a chapter of my life or, you know, just process the emotions that were going on. And so I think with those two moments, it really taught me to feel um, grounded and safe within instead of relying on like external circumstances um, or my external environment and a taught me to dig deeper inside to my core and understand how to uh, manage my emotions how to manage feelings and understand who I want to continue to be moving forward
0: <laughs> yeah it's a lot especially like you said like 13 like there's so much <laughs> we are going... an eighth grader you don't know what's going <laughs> you don't know on what's going in going on. your life <laughs> like confused Did you don't know who you are uh-huh. you're like it's so, such a pivotal moment and I think like like you're saying just being able to identify that like this mm-hmm. was a huge moment and a huge shift in my life mm-hmm. and giving yourself space to say, I can feel all of this and yeah. I can be present with it. And like even like you said, like closing a chapter or moving on to the next one, it helps to have, um, just have given space for that to, to be processed and to mm-hmm. be thought about. And I think it's something that we're all learning better to do <laughs> as we get older, but definitely not at 13. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: yeah. So I think that that was... A lot of heavy work understanding that you know feelings are meant to be felt like feelings are there for a reason you got to feel them sometimes when you're younger you don't really like stop to think about your feelings you're kind of just doing Uh, (laughs) and yeah there's sometimes uh, people are also maybe constantly on survival mode and you don't like pause or sometimes other people don't have the privilege to just like take put a like a stop in their lives and take a break or you know take the time to uh, process all of that
0: for sure, definitely. No, I really appreciate sharing that. I think it's something a lot of people maybe don't think to give themselves permission to do. So, mm. hearing that that's a common thread that it's they maybe if someone's listening and feeling that they're they're not the only one. It's yeah. it's pretty normal. We it's all okay go It's okay to stop. It's okay to stop. It's okay to stop and feel everything. Yeah. Yeah, we are told so often like to control our emotions mm-hmm. and we don't really get too much to do that like yeah controlling your reaction and your Mm -hmm. response and what you do right that's really important yeah feel everything yeah Mm -hmm. for sure 100 percent, (laughs) definitely what is something that you think you and I have in common
1: definitely from the short amount of time that I've met you (laughs) just the love for traveling or Mm -hmm. meeting new people really like truly getting to know people and being listeners Mm -hmm. I think, um, so far, I think both of us are really great listeners and are always open to seeing that other person's perspective and what they have to say um, without judgment. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely. You are somebody, <laughs> for sure, that is like, easy to talk to, easy mm-hmm. to sit down with and, and feel feel heard by and not feel like threatened by, which is a quality yeah. I think a lot of us uh, admire and, and, and are grateful to see so yeah yeah thanks for being that person
1: yeah thank you as well i think sometimes it's seen from what i've experienced so far it's seen as oh you have to be like the loudest person in the room to like get (laughs) in this sort of like role or to be heard or to you know uh in a work perspective like move up higher but Mm. i can be that person but at the same time i think there's not enough of like the whole listener um side where people just sometimes just want to be heard and there needs to be more people who are able to listen to all their perspectives and that that yeah. type of things <laughs> and need to
0: be heard too and yeah. yeah even in like corporate settings too I think um, yeah knowing what to say in response when you do feel the need to speak loudly mm-hmm. and speak up it, it often comes from taking that time to listen and know yeah. what that need is so there's, there's so much value in that for mm-hmm. sure 100% yeah definitely <laughs> uh, what is something you are looking forward to?
1: My grandma comes from Spain tomorrow. That's awesome! <laughs> I feel like there's so much happening yeah, right now that we're good, talking. It's
0: a good time of year, you Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
1: so I get to pick her up from the airport tomorrow. She's flying in for a month, month and a half. Wow. I think month and a half she's going to be here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just saw her when we went to Peru, but I think she just wants to spend more time with family, and I have a couple of aunts who are also flying in for only like a week um, time period but it's, it's gonna be nice and then in the summer I'm really looking forward to we're gonna do like uh, a bunch of like birthday party celebrations in Spain because two of my one of my cousins and my sister are turning 15 okay. and in kind of the Hispanic culture they have like a quinceañera mm-hmm. and I never had one because I was never into big parties or like <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't so it's not a Spain thing so I w- didn't really grow up with my friends doing it mm-hmm. but I think I don't know how my sisters kind of like got more into it or like if they've seen it more in, on TV but one of my other sisters had it hers last year I think it was And now my other sister with my cousin, they're the same age, only like a couple of weeks apart, and we're doing one over the summer for both of them, or they're each having one. And then I'm turning 25 in summer, I'm a summer baby, so we're also throwing another birthday party for me, for the family. So that's something that I'm looking forward to, because I think it's been a very long time since like, all of my family has been together.
0: That's really cool. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what part of Spain? Is Madrid. Madrid, okay. Yeah. Such a fun city. Yes, oh yes. Oh my goodness. yeah. Yeah,
1: I think you were uh, mentioning before how it's. Um, kind of difficult to you like to go to places or be in places where you can walk around yeah. and that's where i grew up around too so when i moved and i realized that i needed a car to get everywhere it was a lot like a big shock it was a huge shift too yeah. but i like i'm a city person yeah i'm a city person you know i
0: love being able to just walk where you need to mm-hmm. go and not have to get into the car and uh yeah i definitely <laughs> don't have that right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably not uh in my home for a while uh-huh. yeah. yeah same here definitely. Is there anything that you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world?
1: Mm, I think in uh, th- today's environment or scene uh definitely COVID, I'm so <laughs> over this. Uh, I want to be able to, you know, move around freely and hopefully it's something that we can get under control um, in the nearby future. And I would say definitely, uh, over consumption of anything I think we are very used to instant gratification or just the whole consumerist um, the consumerist economy or need to have like the newest thing it's something that I think I'm okay with it dying down or being over I did make a shift or to a more minimalistic lifestyle and it's helped me a lot and I love when people try and like, make the attempt to do that because I think it also creates a lot more space to just have things that add meaning and value to your life and help you live your life more intentionally and with more meaning and emotion behind it. And that's what I like to do. <laughs> so I think um, I'd like to see more of that.
0: Mm, no, I love that. That's a really, a really cool, yeah. cool <laughs> answer. I like that a lot. <laughs> what would you say makes you feel known and valued? and valued?
1: I don't know if I have an answer for that. What makes you feel known or valued? Mm, That's fair. Are
0: there places that you found in your life or times in your life that you feel um, fully confident and fully heard uh, fully at peace? Mm,
1: Definitely when I'm outdoors. Mm -hmm. I think uh, that's where I do feel Valued or at peace, um, but I think any place where I've spent uh, a long amount of time, I feel like I've been able to feel valued and, and respected with the community that I have around me and the people that I have around me. So it kind of shifts. Um, mm-hmm. I think it. I don't know if there's like one specific thing, but yeah,
0: yeah. I don't yeah, that's know. Fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, it's cool to think about. Like you know yeah what what is something that I spend time with somebody and I feel like I matter to them and Mm -hmm. they hear me and I think it's something that I've found is it's helpful to know about ourselves Mm -hmm. because I think when we know that it's it impacts the way that we interact with somebody else Uh but it also impacts our expectations for our relationships with other people too what is it for you Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I never was just like, can you answer this question? <laughs> um, I'd say for me it's feeling like someone uh, takes the time to listen to me, um, mm-hmm. to not just listen to respond, but also to be present and to, um, to care about who I am as a person and to show that to whether it's in response to acting on something I may have mentioned at some point to show that they were paying attention or that they were listening or... Um, yeah, I think just somebody walking out what it looks like to to care about my existence my, yeah. My value. <laughs> uh, yeah I would I would agree with that yeah yeah so then like you've said you've moved around a bit there but where do you call home and what would make it home for you
1: hmm um, right now I do call Connecticut home um, it's been, I feel like I always get the question of, oh, would you move back to Spain? And I do see myself spending some more time, uh, some more time over there. Um, but I don't know if I would fully move back. Mm. Um, I don't know if I see myself staying in Connecticut forever. I don't really think that's, that's me. But as of right now, I do call Connecticut home and I am always kind of looking to explore different places to see what other place makes me feel like home. Um, Mexico did make me feel like home for a while. I think people there are very welcoming too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I felt um, I think anywhere where the pace of life is um, kind of more towards or more focused on you know living life. Mm-hmm. I don't know where exactly that will be for me, <laughs> but I do have options. I do see myself moving around to different places um as life comes yeah you got time I do got time (laughs) you got time and all the
0: options yeah yeah for sure what is something you wish you didn't struggle with anxiety
1: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was a quick answer because it's something that I've worked on a lot this year. Uh, I think when I was in college, I developed a lot of like generalized anxiety and I think a little bit of depression too, where it just felt really heavy to do anything. It felt really heavy to speak my mind. Um, I don't know why I felt like I needed to be right every time or like I think really perfectionism got the best of me and I ended up developing a lot of like anxiety. And sometimes I do feel it creeping in occasionally, um, maybe in like large social settings, um, or when I have to do like public speaking. Has always <laughs> given me a lot of anxiety, given me a lot of anxiety. I don't know if I mean that happens to everyone, but it it really like I don't know. It was just a feeling that felt really heavy for me. And when I see it creeping in sometimes, I'm like, this isn't something that I want to feel again. Um, but now that I have the awareness and kind of know. Um, how to process, how to feel the feelings and emotions and, you know, like, ground myself, it's, I, I feel very happy that that's something that I don't fully have to deal mm-hmm. as much with anymore.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. I, it's it's something I think if people are listening and are not going to, like, from what they've heard about you, mm-hmm. you know, you're this, like, <laughs> awesome woman that's like, tries new things, has lived in all these places, mm-hmm. has this job that seems like <laughs> you know, incredible. Yeah. And you would be somebody that if somebody met you and saw you mm-hmm. and spent some time with you, that that is not something they would assume you struggled with.
1: Yeah, I think it's something that I tried to be more open about. And it's something that now that I feel um, at peace with, it's something that I like to be transparent about. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can see all these different things and uh, the way that people behave or how they act. And you can see... Th- the external side of things but you never know what they're dealing with internally and i think that also allows me to give a lot of people more empathy to see like because you don't know what people are dealing with you never know um but yeah i never like to uh portray myself as this like perfect or super amazing Mm -hmm. human being I, i do struggle with giving myself credit sometimes but i i do like to you know um Show that hey, i I like I struggle with things sometimes too, and it's but it's possible to overcome that, and you know still at the same time create a, a beautiful life and experience for yourself. Well, you are a super
0: awesome human being, and <laughs> I think you. sharing that is um, mm-hmm. is something that really just allows like it speaks to you, it mm-hmm. speaks to your desire to like help others and care for others and to let them learn from you know. I know really humanity. do
1: love it, and I think that's why that's the only one of the main reasons why I'm on social media too or what I post about (laughs) motivational like self-help or mindset things because outside of what everyone kind of chooses to do with their lives there's that internal aspect that everyone is is dealing with or battling with Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah we're all very human
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's okay to be human Mm
0: -hmm. yeah definitely what is something that you are confident helping someone else through or with
1: Something that I feel confident right now is helping more people live their life beyond their nine to five. Mm. Um, I think sometimes in routine comes a lot of restriction. Uh, there's a balance. <laughs> I, I don't like two different extremes. I do see how having a routine for myself, like in having a morning routine really like does help me with my day. Um, but maybe just having a, a routine with the way that you think and act every day, without uh, pushing yourself to try something different outside of your comfort zone, can sometimes lead you to make uh, to feel burned out. Mm-hmm. And I think right now that's why we're seeing a lot of change in the way that um, companies are trying to ch- change their culture or the way that the operating the work-life balance that they offer to their employees and I think it's a beautiful change it's going to take a lot of time but I do I have met a lot of people who just feel like yes work is their number one priority and sometimes they let go of themselves too much they let go of maybe other bigger dreams that they had just because um, they feel some sort of obligation or they start just feeling um, boxed in and then they define themselves as a specific um, experience or label that comes with that box. Um, so I really do, with everything that I've experienced up to this point, I really do believe that people should be experiencing more of that. Uh, enjoying life a little more, going out and trying new things, taking chances on themselves, um, and really go beyond um, their structured job or lifestyle to see what else life has in store for them.
0: Hmm. That's yeah. beautiful. I love that. <laughs> awesome. So if you were to have $10,000 and two weeks that you need to spend it in it, what are you going to do? Where would I go? Where would I go? <laughs> my, my brain goes the same way. Where would I go? I,
1: <laughs> I think we can do a lot with that. Yeah. Um, but gosh, after seeing um, your pictures from... Cappadocia
0: yeah uh, yeah Turkey Cappadocia Cappadocia yeah. from um, Cappadocia
1: yeah. I really want to go there like that horse experience when you uh, posted a video with your oh husband goodness, it was like tough. I want to feel that <laughs> <laughs> like I like I can, I can imagine that feeling yeah. of like the horses just running by you like, oh it was gosh incredible
0: yeah, um, yeah so that's number one on my list at the moment <laughs> all right definitely do that and there is like yeah so um if, you're, if you haven't listened to it um, I did an episode with Sam so for anyone listening in Sam is the uh, owner at uh, a Cave Hotel, which is the beautiful hotel that we stayed at there mm-hmm. and he's awesome He's a crazy awesome human being um, just such a kind soul Aww. and does an amazing job uh, Just helping you guys helping you figure out like what's worth seeing here um, you, you know and getting to know the culture there too, so that's when really you're great. ready definitely will connect you with him He's super awesome. Yes.
1: Yes, I think yeah, and then after that I Would like to go to Japan mm-hmm. I think Japan or Korea. I haven't been to Asia yet, so it's definitely um, where my money would go to mm. at the time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, I would, I would very much be in that same boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you feel like you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they wouldn't be able to hear it in the way that would be helpful for them or get that message across?
1: In general, I would tell someone to let go of the fear of the unknown. But I think the first thing that popped into my head was just telling my grandpa that I love him or that I miss him. And it's someone that, I mean, I won't really get to talk to (laughs) again or that won't listen to me. Um, But I think deep down, like, he knows. And he was probably one of the most important people that I had growing up. My grandma passed away four years ago, four Mm -hmm. or five years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Being able to speak to somebody that mattered to us and that we've Mm -hmm. lost is... Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) Sure. Is there anything that you feel like would be hard to hear about yourself from someone you love?
1: Hmm... I feel like if I was told... that I'm being selfish or inconsiderate, Mm -hmm. Because I don't know where the boundary is in, in this area, but I feel like I tend to be that person who puts other people's emotions before mine. Um, I'm still working on creating that balance um, and putting sometimes prioritizing my own like feelings sometimes. Uh, but I think hearing that from someone else it does it would hurt part of me
0: at the time yeah, <laughs> like right now. Definitely. What would you say, you spoke to this a little bit earlier, but what would you say makes you feel at peace?
1: Mainly the outdoors, being (laughs) outside. um, Even even if we're just in the city right now, just being outside really makes me feel at peace. Mm. When I'm able to spend time alone, I really do feel at peace. I used to get really bad anxiety by being alone. Mm. It It was really interesting looking back now, but, I used to sometimes even cry if I had to spend a lot of time alone by myself or I didn't really, I wasn't very great at going out to eat by uh, by myself or doing things by myself, let alone like traveling by myself, it was really like, I don't know what, like what happened during, it was a a whole year that I didn't know how to spend time with myself uh, and I got really bad anxiety doing that, but right now it's, I think, where I feel the most at peace is by um, sitting with myself, sitting with my thoughts, and especially combine that with being outdoors or underwater. <laughs> <laughs> it's where I feel uh, the most at peace.
0: Hmm. And yeah. then it's really cool, too, because you're saying, like, that wasn't a natural, like, mm-hmm. like there are, you know, we're all different. And mm-hmm. for some people, they're there's a need for alone time like mm-hmm. right out the gate mm-hmm. and so for you to say that that wasn't something that did that, that almost gave you anxiety previously yeah. and now you find peace in it it's just it's, it's cool it speaks to yeah. your growth <laughs> and acceptance of yourself as a person and, and desire to be with your your own thoughts and your own space yeah, yeah. Really now cool. I definitely need alone time <laughs> <laughs> I think as we all get older we realize the value in just being okay being with ourselves I think so mm-hmm. for sure would you say your life feels steady or uncertain right now? It feels steady. Mm. And
1: it was another feeling that I had to get used to, like the feeling of stability or feeling like I didn't have to be on the move or make a change mm. or make a decision, like um, quickly or every so often. But right now, I feel a very like stable and consistent point in my life, and I'm enjoying it. Hmm.
0: Yeah, That's good. Yeah, keep enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> If you were to have 10,000 people standing in front of you, uh, we'll eliminate the uh, public speaking fear out of that. (laughs) But I guess more so, what is something you'd want people to hear? What's a a bit of information or or a life lesson that you feel like the world would be better knowing?
1: Um, I would definitely like to talk about... Embracing change, <laughs> I think you know. Talking about embracing change, um, and unfolding yourself and learning about yourself through travel—it's something that I wouldn't be able to shut up about, <laughs> and that I wouldn't mind talking about in front of ten thousand mm.
0: people. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> there is so much value in that. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it there. What is something you wish people knew about your culture?
1: I feel like I have, I don't know if I have two answers for that, just because I grew up around two main cultures. Um, I'll take both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's something that it's not known or if that's, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is something that's not known or maybe it is talked about or known, but I really do think that at least for Peruvian culture, people are very like working or like very um, yeah hardworking and optimistic Mm -hmm. and I don't think I knew that until I started like hanging out with more people um, from that culture and I like it Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think from Spain that it's okay to live life Mm -hmm. and prioritize your own life Mm -hmm. because I think that is something that I continue to adapt into my own um, lifestyle as I think here the culture is more work-oriented. I do like to bring back a lot of the lifestyle habits that there are in Europe or at least Spain of like, you know, take a nap, (laughs) 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 go take a siesta and like, you know, close, they they do close like their stores around like when they go out, when they go eat and you know, like really just prioritize their well-being and lifestyle. Mm.
0: Yeah, it is a really neat thing over there. Yeah. That, for sure, I know. Yeah. I remember, don't be hungry mm-hmm. in Spain mm-hmm. if it's when the stores close for their afternoon. Yes. <laughs> Plan that better. But it is such a cool It's such a cool cultural aspect. Mm-hmm. And I love that uh, in the Peruvian one that you mentioned optimism and hardworking. Yeah. Being together and how, how knit those two are. That's yeah. It's really cool.
1: I, I really like those. I think those are the main two things that i
0: really picked up from both cultures mm, that's really cool yeah. <laughs> what is something that you like absolutely love about your culture then or each one of those or would that be similar
1: i love food <laughs> <laughs> i honestly just love food um and the traditions i think both especially for the holidays maybe that's why like i really love the holiday season so much is just um both the food and the family time um and traditions to just care for one another is something that i i've not only seen in my culture but in other places as well but it's something that i really do enjoy uh the way
0: our traditions and how we celebrate it yeah that's awesome i'm gonna have to try uh try your favorite dish sometime too. <laughs> yeah <laughs> is there anything that you're not proud of about your culture i think there's still
1: that thought that maybe like women have a certain role in the household or that men have a certain role um i don't know if it's it's definitely more noticeable in like the peruvian culture hispanic culture um and it's something that i i don't feel proud of or that i don't I definitely don't agree with um, and I do see slowly changing but it's a very slow change mm-hmm. and hopefully that's something that you know can evolve <laughs> quicker as we move forward.
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life?
1: Um, not fully but I th- I think I'm starting to get a better hang of it. Hmm. Um, there definitely needs to be a sense of helping other people i think that was also one of the reasons why i stuck with engineering it was like oh i got to problem solve and help um society uh with safety and creating new solutions for problems but i think there's sometimes that human aspect that's missing that i'm still craving and i don't know if that's gonna later on evolve through um I don't know, having my own business or developing in different ways, but I really do want to be able to teach other people, like one-on-one, on and you know, help them through their tough moments or mm. help them grow and evolve.
0: Mm. That's cool. Yeah, I'd say you're you're being authentic to that in, uh, yeah. in your work and, and just how you show up in mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, <laughs> as it should be. Yeah. Do you have a favorite tattoo? Do you have any tattoos? I I don't. (laughs) I
1: have dreamed about having tattoos, but every time I just think of the needle, I just (laughs) it just I don't know. I just stop myself. (laughs) Um, I don't have like one specific tattoo that like I'm like yes, I need to get that one. Yeah. Uh, For a while, and if there I would get any tattoo, it would be this like there's this like funny skeleton dancing <laughs> that to me it's like really funny because it kind of represented just like enjoying life even when mm. there's like bad moments and that's how I looked at it I but it. right now no I don't have any tattoos so I do have like I guess like a piercing I have a yeah. couple piercings <laughs> but I don't know why just the needle for tattoos it just doesn't I can't do it <laughs> what,
0: you're not alone in that yeah. I know a lot of people that feel that way yeah, yeah. no Do you have any? I do. I have three. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And I honestly say, I would say that the needle thing was a big thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I went into it, like each of mine are are things that I was sure I wanted. They Mm -hmm. have a lot of meaning for me Mm -hmm. and I wanted them specifically for a while before I got them. So Mm -hmm. for me, I'm very intentional with that. Yeah. Um, and I went into the first one I, I like kind of had a pep talk with myself And I was like, this is going to be The worst, most painful experience Of your entire life uh-huh. And it's going to feel like someone's just like cutting your skin With a knife <laughs> And I like psyched myself up so that when I went in and I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad Right. I think if I were to get one, I would have to do the same thing So, yeah it, it, I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad So yeah. that's kind of, yeah, that's me <laughs> For sure um, Alright, so if you were to have three... Ta- or what are three talents that you don't have that you wish you did have?
1: I really want to be able to sing. Mm. I don't know if I have three, three total, but I know <laughs> singing is one of the things that I really wish I, I could do. Um, I think it's also a beautiful way that you can express yourself. Mm-hmm. I think one of the beautiful like, artistic ways to channel emotion. Mm. Um, besides that... I would like to be able to paint or draw. Hmm. I think it's leaning more towards the artistic side of things. (laughs) (laughs) But I really wish I could, you know, um, draw better. Um, And then the last thing, um, public speaking. Hmm. I mean, it's something that I'm definitely improving and getting better at, but I wish I would have just been better right off the bat because I feel like there's, you know, these... um, other like uh, there's other people or like even younger kids when you're in school were like who just comes to them naturally i'm like i wish i that was one of the talents that i had or like yeah,
0: yeah. definitely yeah i feel like there's a bit i think most of us it's not a it's not a natural thing Mm -hmm. the public speaking thing for sure and yeah uh, like i I think (laughs) we just have to keep doing it until we feel numb to it like it's like oh this is normal and i'm okay with it i I think think (laughs) so too
1: it's like i feel it in me sometimes Mm -hmm. but i'm like i think it's just practice Mm -hmm. and making it a habit yeah i definitely
0: get nervous still speaking in front i can (laughs) talk to anyone but like if you put me it's like Uh the second you're standing on like a stage or a platform it's Mm -hmm. like oh Yeah, like shrivel up and want (laughs) to die. (laughs) Short answers, short, quick answer. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, Is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you?
1: I feel like something that really matters to me is accepting others for who they are Mm -hmm. and really letting other people be authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I really would love to encourage people to be authentic with themselves, to live their lives authentically, and I think that will show up and reciprocate as letting other people live um, freely and authentically Mm -hmm. and decreasing the amount of judgment that goes Mm -hmm. on around the world.
0: Um, Yeah. Definitely, for sure. And uh, what is something that you've done that you're proud of? That's a hard to Hmm. pick.
1: That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a hard one to pick. Um, I feel like recently I've been reflecting a lot on the little things that I do feel proud of. Um, and I think it does go back to mainly being there for um, people who need guidance, whether it's other college students, whether it's my younger sisters, um, being able to support my parents at times or being able to create an um, impact in an industry that I love. I think it's its not just one thing, it's maybe like little moments mm-hmm. that I feel joy that come with um, feeling proud of myself. But I think the most recent one, so I am working on a blog and creating a platform and I think taking the step to actually sit down and be like I am doing this mm-hmm. and not overthinking it too much like I was talking to you about was something that I felt proud of. I'm like I don't want to be this isn't something that I want to overthink mm-hmm. this is something that I want to continue doing forward and I don't know how I'm gonna do this I, I I'm pretty good with technology but it's just it's something new so I'm like mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna go for it and figure it out as I go so taking that step and making that decision is something that I feel proud of. That's awesome,
0: and you should be. And yes. yeah, don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jump first and ask yeah. questions later, or yeah. build it as you go. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Laura, I just want to say thank you so much for meeting with me, chatting with me, um, taking the time out of your day to just uh, allow me to share a little bit more of who you are, mm-hmm. and uh, and being a little chilly in the city here with me. The, the <laughs> sun is starting to go down and getting a little crisper out <laughs> yeah no
1: thank you for reaching out again mm-hmm. and i'm so happy that i got to see you again before you head back to mexico later in the <laughs> yeah. next year yeah but hopefully we can definitely meet up soon definitely Uh yeah. catch up in different spots or even if it's here in the city and yeah, yeah i'm ready for hum- some i'm ready
0: for some hot chocolate yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> well we're gonna go get our hot chocolate and laura just again thank you for your time yeah thank you thank you for tuning in to this world my view Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.